And don't shit in people's beds. No, I'd say don't shit in people's <laughs> beds. I think that's a good, yeah. But, you know, we've all been there. Haven't we've we, all so? been there. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, I've got Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Hello. Hi. (laughs) How are you? I'm five out of ten. Could be better, could be worse. What's been the highlight and low light of your day thus far? Um... Highlight has been I spent the morning re-watching my film that's nearly ready Ooh. with editor, director and production designer all in the room and we watched the whole thing through and made notes. When and... you say editor, production, is that your plants? Because <laughs> that's all I can see in the room at the moment. We were in an office. I was so Sophie's gone mad. She's started, <laughs> she thinks she's making a film with a bunch of tropical plants. Yeah, yeah. They have great notes to make. Uh, what's <laughs> the film? Are you allowed to disclose any details? Yeah, uh, it's called Suicide Kelly. We've been making it for 120 years. Yes, I've seen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, five, no, three years, three years, four years. I'll round it down. Sounds better. Three is, years. It, is it about Machine Gun Kelly committing suicide? Oh, I'd love that. Not for him to commit suicide, but if it was about him, I find him very sexy. Oh, please. He's gross. Really? Have you yeah. seen him freak out, though? He was in an episode of Catfish. Have you seen him freak out? That just says so much about him. Very rude. He's so tall. Tall and rude. Yes, he's tall and rude. And I personally hate to admit, I think he beat Eminem in that rap battle. Uh, okay. All right. So then. I'm one of those people. Sure, sure. Yeah. I think it's so fucked up that we still say committed suicide like it's a crime. Well, in fairness, you did commit to it, though. I mean, you commit to it, but that's What would be the alternative? Take your life. Yeah, but if suicide has to be in it, what would be the alternative? Taking a suicide? Having a suicide? Doing a suicide? Throwing a, su- throwing a suicide. I think you throw a suicide. Oh, look, hark at him, he's chucking a suicide. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds a bit petulant, though. Do you want to have a petulant suicide? I know, but God, committing suicide. That's where it comes from, though, isn't it? Because you were literally it is committing a, sin, a crime. In that, oh. in that, you know, in the Bible, it's a sin. Well, there we go. I mean, keeping up with the modern <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not, you know, it's it's the crime that has the longest sentence. Oh, here I am dragging my ass into 2021. <laughs> Sophie's already arrived. She's had a coffee, ready to go. Very nice. What's, I don't really think I know if I... What's your film about? <laughs> Thanks. Um, my film is about... Uh, it follows three generations of men living on the outskirts of Leeds in a slightly deprived area. Um... And it's about breaking the cycles of damaging 
anger in particular that we tend to pass down generations and it's about how that is very easily passed down especially in men um and it's about breaking that cycle and how it's important to break that cycle as a human being who decides to have another human being so what you're telling me (laughs) Sophie is that essentially it is Beyonce's lemonade set in Leeds yes yes I'm I'm in I'd watch that except less costume design sure sure grittier it's Beyonce's lemonade but grittier please don't that's not something I want nope that's what we're getting out there so guys uh Suicide (laughs) Kelly is officially uh Beyonce's lemonade but set in Yorkshire and what's been your highlight Sophie (laughs) that was my highlight um I'm sorry I don't know why I assumed that making your film was your low light no that was very much highlight uh low light low light low light um me summing up your yeah you summing up the film as Beyonce and giving you a headache Um, yeah Yeah, no got a bit of a got a bit of a headache got a bit of a niggle there uh can't say why won't say why probably the central heating oh I thought you were being avoidant then I thought you were like can't say why I've got a headache can't say why and then I was like is that a symptom of pregnancy that's where my mind went to because it's the kind of thing some people would say when they were do you know what I mean like Oh, well, I, I can't say why I'm not drinking. I can't say why I'm not having shellfish today. <laughs> You're like, oh, right. Um, so, Sophie, you mm. are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Fun yeah. fact for everyone. Uh, <laughs> mine and Sophie's relationships started on the same day. Because we discovered that we had the same anniversary, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sophie's is successful in the more traditional sense in that she's still in that relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's successful in that it's almost been six months since I split up with mine. So so there we go. Um, But yeah, you're with a lovely boy and um, you're quite happy. No, isn't it disgusting? Yeah, it's horrible. Um, we, we have nothing to talk really. about these days. No, it's no, lovely, but no. we're going to dig into um, the past. I mean, let's put it. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to we're going to dig into the people that got you to where you are now. Yes. Yeah. So, what do you what do you look for in someone, Sophie? <laughs> uh, uh, now, uh, I it's a, I've been thinking about this because I I don't think. There is a single thread between anybody I've ever been with that would say I had a type. But then with all my celebrity crushes, I very much have a type. So I would say deep-seated issues that I can get to, but no one else can. And the packaging isn't that important Mm -hmm. to get there. Uh, You know, a level of good-looking, please. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I probably traditionally go for darker hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of freckles. Oh yeah, um, yeah, sort of Irish looking. Yeah, probably traditionally somebody who seems very confident from the offset, and then I sort of break them down and make them cry and reveal all their mm. um, innermost secrets. And then they can't love me anymore because I know their secrets and they have to leave. 
Um, so something yeah, like that, really. The sta- standard healthy stuff that we look for. Yeah, someone who has a lot of shit to sort out but doesn't want to address it is, is your one, isn't it? Oh, they're willing to address it to a certain level. But then well, you just want to, to you just want to be in a codependent relationship with yeah. them. You just want to be their therapist, their go-to, their yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I expect them to sort it out, but I will not help them with it. So they have to do it on their own and usually fail at that. And I leave them in a slightly worse off state than I sort of found them in. So how, how how have you guys stayed together? <laughs> we stay together because he's the sort of person that um isn't like that. Do you feel this is like the first time you've been with someone that you haven't done that usual pattern? Yes. Yeah. And I think it's partially a change in perspective on my half and also sheer luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, just think, uh, I can honestly say that I threw myself at this relationship in the same stupid way that I have thrown myself at other situations that were very negative. I just was very lucky in this situation. So I can't be like, I've taken all the stuff to get here. No, I had a big shift in perspective, um, realised I was treating myself like shit. Mm. Um, And that definitely changed who I was looking for, I think trusting my instincts a little bit more like, yeah. like oh this person isn't hitting on me on a dating app maybe they're a nice person mm. what do you mean isn't hitting on you on a dating app isn't sexualizing it within the oh, first five messages fucking hate that shit no yeah. time for it no but time that, for it in the past i probably would have been like oh that means they fancy me ah. i took the assumption this time that as they had swiped me they probably didn't find me hideous but we'll yeah have- yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's such a good point. And I think there's a lot of people out there who, and you, know, you think, but how much do they fancy me? Mm. Like, they, they, they need to sexualize this and so I need to know that they fancy me in that way. And it's like, what way can you fancy someone? You've swiped them because you think they're fit. Like, yeah. But it's, it's knowing that and actually feeling that, isn't it? So, yes, yes. And seeing the difference between someone who wants to get to know you and mm. someone who is clearly there for one thing and that's okay I'm not judging someone who wants to get to know you or get to know your vagina mm. um yeah yeah I would like both to. please yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much um, so who are yours I mean it sounds like you've got many celebrity crushes and they're all quite who are your celebrity crushes I don't know if I know Machine Gun Kelly. No, I do. I do have a weird crush on Machine Gun Kelly, but I can appreciate that fancying someone who looks like a confusing scarecrow meets actual Nazi is confusing. Yeah, he does look like he's part of the Hitler Youth, but revolting. Like he's defected. Yeah. Um, and is stood in a cornfield in Somerset at the height of spring. Yeah, yeah, but a very tall man. So uh, no, I don't. I don't find him attractive as a personality, but physically. Mm. Uh, okay, well, the Shia LaBeouf conversation, which I was, you know, I love a tortured Jew, but we can't excuse that behaviour in anybody. That said, 
I would add to that argument of the alleged hitting, etc. If you're dating Shia Buff, you know what you're fucking getting. <laughs> so it doesn't excuse it, but come on. It wasn't like he suddenly changed. <laughs> I think, right, I think it is, the case is what it is and it's awful. Where I fall into it is I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off and I'll tell you why I'm pissed off, right? I got the best Christmas present I've ever received in my life. One week before the news broke, possibly a couple of days, right? Do you remember the jumper that I had made for myself? The Shia LaBeouf jumper? I do. Yeah. So for anyone (laughs) that doesn't know, it was uh, a picture of Shia holding a tub of hummus. And in the tub of hummus is an engagement ring. (laughs) And... uh, yeah I made that jumper myself well Shire made it for me let's be honest and then someone made a replica for me uh it was my sister it was the best thing in the world and she sent it to me and it was the same jumper the same image but he was wearing a Santa hat he had a string of Christmas lights around him he was holding up a spicy hummus because it's Christmas Mm. and he had a dating my mate's jumper on and then had to go and fucking hit FKA Twigs. Come. Yes, yes, sure. Is it bad that he abused loads of women? Absolutely. Is it just as sad a situation that I can't wear my jumper anymore? Arguably, yes. <laughs> so that's where I stand on it. Well, no, because the thing with me is all the reasons that I like Shire are the the culmination of what's happened, but essentially. So all of his the things that we're drawn to about him being a fuck boy and being fucked up and needing fixing and giving him some leeway because he's so brilliant and he's obviously, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm. That's only amplified by what's happened. So actually there's a lot of people who I've spoken to who are all like, I fancy him more, but I'd never say that to anyone. But does it take away from the fact that we know that what he's done is fucking awful? No, but then there's the other side of it, which is he's in recovery, he's progressing, he's apologised, blah, 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 blah. There's so many layers to it, but at the end of the day, what, what, what's this face for? Go on. Because I've got another layer to add. Um, I think you're right, but I don't think that's the reason that I'm less attracted to him because of this. It's because the thing that attracts me to him is more to do with his talent. Yeah. And him doing this during the filming of Honey Boy, I'm assuming, uh, makes him less of a good actor because he stayed in that character. It's, and <laughs> carry it on. And that's not good acting. Oh, amazing. That's why I'm less attracted Absolutely to him. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, this is a minefield and everyone's going to hate us for having any opinion on it. Because yeah. even if you even if you fell on the side of uh even if you said, Oh my god, I don't I don't believe her, she's a liar, which I'm not oh, saying. Oh, I believe her. I'm not saying that either of us think that. But what I'm saying is you'd still have people being like, Well, how how do you know? Like everyone's gonna have an opinion. But the the bottom line is he did something really fucking awful. He's mm-hmm. still got a lot of lessons to learn. 
yes, you could say, you know, oh, these women are being drawn towards someone and they know what he's like. But actually, no, you know, people change and they grow and they learn. And I wouldn't I wouldn't blame the women for it. But what I would probably say is if there's any women out there now who fancy Shire, maybe just stay away for a bit. You oh, know? For sure. Maybe just stay away for a little bit. Give it a year. He'll be back. I'd say a little bit longer than that. But yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Would I find it hard to not kiss him? Yes, I would. Who else? Uh, so Shire, he's yeah. he's now not on your list. He's not he? on the list. But yeah. he's now not on the list because you think he's not as good at acting because he hits people in real life as well as films. Yes, yes. Cool. It's all yeah. about his acting ability. It's a talent thing. We'll go with that. Um, Justin <laughs> Vernon. Sexy man. Who's that? Bonnie Vare. Oh, of course it fucking... Honestly, Sophie. Right. Yeah. Continue. Talented man. All right. Um, next on the list is um oh, I can never remember his blooming name. He is in Heroes. He is in that thing with Mandy Moore with the family, the adopted kid. Bugs is in This Is Us. Who is he on This Is Us? The dad. Oh, the one with the wonky mouth. Wonky mouth. God, Sophie. Honestly, My I knew. Name. I knew. I knew that yours were all going to be obscure. <laughs> Obscure hipster, <laughs> middle class. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm sorry, I'll diversify it up a no, bit. No, I don't ever want you to change. What's the word I'm looking for? Not snobby, um, not elitist. <laughs> What's the word? Elegant. <laughs> elegant, elegant choices. So who who else? So the wonky mouth. Yes. Uh, the, the guy from Bonnevere who you use the real name of and I don't even think you fancy him I think it's just to let us all know that you know the dynamic behind the writing and the process and then I do I do find him attractive (laughs) when he's singing he's a very talented man um he's got a great voice my very first ever celebrity crush oh my god yes was Jeremy Sumpter who is that Peter Pan Sophie that Normal four-year-old girls do not go, I fancy Peter Sumpter. <laughs> they go, I fancy Vinny, the white mouse from Biker Mouse from Mars with the earring. Yes, that was mine. Dude. Peter Pan. a mouse. Peter Pan as in... As in the Disney, ver- the Disney remake cartoon. of the cartoon. Not the cartoon, the remake, the live action remake Oh, an actor called now. Jeremy Sumter, who I fancied, he, like such a horrendous level of fancying, um, until I watched him in a really shitty daytime American TV film where he played somebody who was obsessed with wanking, and that just put me off because I was quite young. Is that because you were like, oh, if you're good at wanking in this, then you're probably not good at wanking in real life. <laughs> yeah, you've taken it too far. <laughs> he, uh, no, I just. I used to be quite disgusted by the thought of wanking uh, when I was, you know, nine years old. I thought it was disgusting. Just let's, un- let's, un- let's unpack that. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, for a nine year old girl, wanking is probably it's probably safe to be in the bucket of scared of that or at least well, that's unnerved a good thing, by that. But when does that change? Because. I'm not scared of it now. But, you know, if someone. I think, walked, well, I would argue that you're the one. When you when you uh you get the power of being able to do it to them, yes. To be fair, if it was just done at me, that might be scary. Yeah, that's horrible. My mum's had that. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, flashing. When was this? Oh, uh, in Manchester. Apparently, I was with her once as well. She shielded me. I was in a, okay. I was in a pushchair. But yeah, there was someone in. Um, I thought you were wearing a trench coat actually when we when we I've began. Got a, I've got nothing on my bottom half. I'm going to flash you halfway through this. That's okay. I consent to that. Um, <laughs> fun now, but no, yeah. no, no, it's not. Never as fun with consent. Joking. What? How did we get onto wanking? Jeremy Sumpter. Wank film. Oh. Looking back, it's really stayed with me that film, even though it was terrible. Quite a few films that have wanking in have stayed with me as a traumatizing theme. I'd stop watching porn then, Sophie. If... <laughs> <laughs> they don't do a lot of wanking in porn. I don't really watch porn these days. I'll be honest. I actually can't, and I'm not saying I'm annoyed about it, but I like the choice. My internet won't let me, and I can't figure out how to take the. Uh, Oh, that just makes it worse because then it's this thing that you want to do, like this un... I've just given up now. Uh, I could try it on my phone. I've tried. I've tried it in obscure, you know, just not the actual watching of it, but just to see if I can even get on a porn site and I can't. So That's sad. I'm really trying to bring myself back into the the real world at the moment. And one of the things that I've uh, got on my high horse about in my own head, no judgment of others, literally just me, is... uh, no, I just want it to be real, <sighs> or my imagination. Good, because I think I think we're yeah, I think we've fallen far too deep down that very well waxed rabbit hole. To be honest, oh for sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. So, is there anyone that I've ever heard of that you okay, fancied? Right. This is a. Uh... Oh, just say Brad Pitt, Sophie, for God's sakes. And I don't, I don't <laughs> find him attractive. Of course, you don't. Mark Maron. Oh yeah, I get the Mark Maron thing. Okay. Yeah, you love Mark Maron. See, I knew there was someone that I knew. Yeah, you love. He's Mark pretty Maron. obscure as well, though, isn't he? You just know who he is. Oh, he's got a very popular podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some people that haven't got a clue who he is. Oh, yeah, because I went on that date with that guy who looks like a young hot, hot Mark Maron, but yeah, then yeah. Uh, told me he could see aliens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I still want to see a picture of him. Oh, I don't have a picture of him anymore. No, that was a fucking weird ass date. Do I talk it, about it? Should I just... It's a long story. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a very long story, which I think I've uh, I've written into a book that I'm writing at the moment. Uh, so if you want to learn about this fucking mad date that I went on, where the guy was seeing aliens and had definitely been fiddled as a child, then watch this space. Uh, yeah so you like Mark Maron <laughs> uh yes although not sexually again oh right okay oh. right there is I don't know I've got a thing at the moment where I find mainly to annoy slightly Jacob um is that when we're watching stuff I will just go oh that guy looks like you and he'll go no he doesn't like who like the, the guy in <laughs> rock, um, <laughs> like like the guy in This Is Us, and he was just quite like, "What the fuck are you on about?" He looks nothing. Is that like just me. so that you're allowed and to fancy like, them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, you know, just like this is how I see you. Mm. <laughs> um, it's not working so far, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to. It's a no. I I I I don't really go in for like looks crushes on people mm. who are famous because they're probably all assholes anyway 
Unless you know they're an arsehole and then you fancy them. Yeah, then it's okay. Yeah. They've made yeah. it clear. Okay. You know what MTV Catfish? Please don't tell me that you fancy him. Neve, yeah. I do fancy Neve a little bit. He's a also pro- he's very annoying. He's a wet lettuce. Yeah. It's a Jewish thing. He though. seemed cool in the film. That was a pretty fucking edgy, cool film. And he seemed cool in that. Now he just seems like a proper yogurt. Yeah, but imagine doing the same thing every single day. And getting or... paid a million pounds an episode for it. Yes, I know. I'd I know. G up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put on a bit of bravado. I'd come okay. up with a catchphrase. <laughs> right. I just think he's a very charismatic man. That's fair enough, Sophie. And I'm digging into all your people. Right. And um, I'm f- fully aware that my plethora of people that make my heart go pitter-patter <laughs> people throw up in their own mouths, but... That's what makes the world such a wonderful place. And that's why we've never fucked the same person. Well, no, we haven't. But obviously how we met is a beautiful story of... How no, we met is... no romance. Freaking wonderful. Do you want to tell the story or should I? Mm, I'm going to I'm gonna tell the story. Give me I your version to... and then yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah, mine. Yeah. I want to preface it with an apology. Oh my god, go. Yeah. I wish to apologize to the guy that we both went on a date with. Yeah. Because I, on reflection, handled it really not very nicely. And it was immature. And looking back, I should have just said very kindly, yeah, I'm not into it. And I shouldn't have gone on a second date with him because I wasn't feeling it. And I was a bit weird about it because I didn't know how to express that. And it was rude. And I'm sorry. There we go. Yeah. That's all right. We live and we learn. We do. But upon reflection... Were you awful, um, though? Or did you No, I wasn't awful. I was just childish about it. That's really interesting because I think we went through the same thing with that person. (laughs) 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 But I was a bit more blunt with it. It sounds like you handled it far better than me. You, You just went... No, sorry. It was it was a mature response, whereas I was like, oh, I just feel like I'm not in a place to, you know. Yeah, but I think we were we were both we were we were both you and I in stages at different points in our lives, weren't we? With figuring stuff out, like I was at the bit where I was like, right, I'm now testing out how to say yes, no. Yeah. Do I be friends with? And I still got it muddled. Mm. Whereas you were at the point where you were like dating and not sure whether you wanted to be dating is that right is that fair to yeah, say yeah that is fair I, I I think I was dating just to because I thought I should be and not yeah. because I wanted to I did want to meet someone but I didn't really know how I would have dealt with them if I had met someone. yeah <gasps> Sophie oh my lordy oh. so at the moment right I do not I know that it's oh, right. I've put this thing in place. I was talking to my friend about it last night. This steel room I've encased myself within of I am not allowed to be in my relationship until I have got to a certain stage with my career. And I know that's going to take me probably a couple of years. Right. So I am not allowed to date. I'm mm-hmm. saying this and wiggling my fingers. <laughs> and what I mean by that is inverted commas. So What's weird is I'm in this dance at the moment of going off apps, going on apps, because I've done all my stuff for the day. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit bored. Yeah, I'm probably voice noting with a couple of pals and probably watching something on telly, maybe reading. But I'm going on the apps at night because there's this, and I'm as someone in recovery, constantly looking out for not filling that void with things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right, I should be meditating. I should be reading. I should be reaching out. But I think that's got harder, and I've got lazier with it at points with being in the lockdown. Mm-hmm. So I'm going on apps, and I keep. And I'm on them and I'm like, why am I on here? I just want to have someone to have a little bit of a flirt with, a bit of a chat with. And there is that element of validation of like, oh, someone that I fancy. Because I'm still in this point in my life where I want to be going for people that I fancy. Yeah. And it's like, point oh, in my life. <laughs> yeah, because I never did that. I never did that. Like, I would went to a certain degree with it but I would never go for the people that I thought were like oh my god super super hot and also talented and also got a lot about them not many of them on dating apps where I am right okay. but, <laughs> but I'm on the apps and I'm just like why am I doing it because I know that it's not right to be with anyone at the moment and yeah. what is it that I want out of it but I think also on the flip side of that I think there's a lot of people just fucking on apps at the moment for just someone different to talk to Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is. I think it's just I'm wanting someone different to talk to, but equally I know that I should probably just not be on them for a bit. I don't know. I don't know. I think back to the time when I used apps and I feel... Fucking grateful that you're not on them. (laughs) Oh, for sure. But that said, I don't know if they were damaging in any way to... You know, if you're not physically going on the dates, and obviously at the moment it's not like we can, so... Those were the only things that were ever damaging. The actual just talking to people wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I think I also come at it with this thing of I used them in very damaging ways for a long time. So I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like, be careful. When actually I know that if anything, I'm the one that's like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. Sorry, I'm not feeling this. And like, well, then I, Yeah, no, I think you you can use them in any way you want then. You're in control. But yeah, Sophie and I met because I was doing a stand-up gig and I invited my friend along and I'd made this friend from Tinder and my friend brought along with him as his date, the delightful Sophie. (laughs) And that's how we met, wasn't it? And you came. So the first impression you got of me was from my stand-up. It was. And I very much enjoyed your stand-up. And um, I remember sitting behind uh, Caitlin. Am I allowed to say Caitlin? Oh, Caitlin was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember looking at Caitlin's hair and being like, that is such a cool shade of blonde. That's like my main memory from that gig. Um, (laughs) Do you remember remember asking me to do a film with you? Yes. No, yeah. well, I, I think I asked you later. No, you, no, you, no, because you were quite pissed, and you were like, "I'm, yeah," and you were like, "Because I didn't realise." And then after I hadn't had like, a drink, mate. No, you had. You definitely had. No. Yeah, I'm you so de- no. I just remember approaching you and being like, "I would like to be your friend." Yeah, and I, think I actually said yeah. that, and I don't normally say that to people, but I was just like, "I'd like to be that person's friend," and I think the person that we had both been on a date with was a little bit put out by the yeah, head and yeah. I think he brought me there to kind of be like 
look at the funny people I know and yeah I went on a date with her and with her and I could go on a date with her if I wanted to I just kind of went oh yeah she is nuts bye yeah and then we became pals and then we were actually going to make a film together about Mm -hmm. about my uh the love that I would never oh god the one that got away the one that got away yeah so we were going to make a film about that weren't we I still think we could. Um, I think we could because I've got an ending now. But yeah, so that's how we met. And then we became pals. And then we had some lovely times together. We went through went through it all, didn't we? We had downs, we had ups. Not respective of one another, but we just... We went through some shit and we shared yeah. some clothes and we did some stuff yeah. and we In had a very fun. short period of time, I'd say we both went through quite traumatic changes. Um, yeah we did it was a definitely a period yeah. of growth for the both yeah. of us wasn't it yeah. yeah yeah um what is your worst first date scenario scenario please don't say meeting me no it's lovely um I like to meet all my dates exes on every date um <laughs> worst date scenario probably I'm not one of those people that is put off by the thought of eating food in front of someone on a first date because good because we need we need them in the world because there doesn't seem to be a lot of them obviously otherwise the restaurants are all going to (laughs) close they've already closed there's nowhere to go Um, that's it that's that's the real reason behind it it's not the pandemic it's just a mask for the fact that no one feels comfortable eating on dates anymore it's just going to be nando's open for those for those basic people um get get (laughs) fucked uh probably do I know the person in this hypothetical situation? Like, have I seen a picture of them? Because the worst idea is it's a blind date. I'd fucking hate that. Do you mean if someone turned up and they were blind? <laughs> yeah, fucking hate the blind. No. Um, so Sophie <laughs> loves men who beat women and she also does not care for the blind. Don't care for them at all. The thing with the blind date, right, is I the closest thing I had to a blind date was... Oh God, it really wasn't close to it all. But like, I had a fr- where I'm going with this is I don't mind a blind date, right? If someone set it up for me, can I just say something very quickly? God, yeah, I do care very much for the blind. I know. Um, <laughs> as a young child, when I received my my first my my grandfather died and left me a very loving premium bonds, and I put that. You know, it was a, it was a small amount of money, but it was enough that I had to write a will, and it was a very big deal for me, age twelve. I was very excited about writing the will. Obviously, very sad. My grandfather had died, and I, you know, sat down, and they went. Usually, uh, so if you leave it to your parents or your siblings, so who would you like to leave it to? And I went, dogs for the blind, please. <laughs> and I have left all my money to this day because I haven't changed my will to dogs to the blind. So actually, I care very much for the blind, Katrina. Continue, go. On. Oh, Sophie, that's absolutely darling. Well, they'll be getting it all the time. There we go. There we go. Tomorrow, they're getting every penny. Well, you know who's killed you if you die. Bloody dogs for the blind. Yeah. They'll have to find me first. All these Labradors running from your house. (laughs) That's so cute. That reminds me of when I, uh, my, my grandma proper told me off once because she gave me a pound. And I um, went and gave it to a guy who was playing a penny whistle and she was fuming. Oh, no. <laughs> but I remember really carefully, like, 
I wouldn't do this now. I'd be like, here's, your, here's a pound. Here's a pound <laughs> for you, sir. But at the time, I remember really like burying it in the bottom of his hat so as not to like draw attention to the fact because I felt bad that I had a whole pound. Another hundred penny whistles for that man. Play him, boy. Play him like you mean him. <laughs> I hope he's all right. It was about 20 years ago in Manchester and he was homeless, so he's probably dead now, but yeah. let's all say a little prayer. <laughs> so the closest thing that I've ever got to uh, a blind date was my friend suggested someone to me on Facebook. So I was like, have you got any fit mates, right? So this yeah. pal, and he used to live in Leeds, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, got any fit, cool mates in Leeds, yeah? Yeah. He was like, there is this guy, actually. There is a guy. And <laughs> on his profile, looked hot. And I was like, where have you been hiding this person? And he was like, really? oh, do you like you like him? I was like, yeah. And then weirdly met this guy, but not through that friend, right? Mm-hmm. And I met him and I was like, so angry that my friend thought that I would fancy him. Lovely, but fuck me. You know, there's people that just write the most rambling things on Facebook and (laughs) they're hiding behind, they're hiding all of their character flaws behind spirituality. And I was so, I literally texted my friend. I was like, why did you think that I would fancy them? So I would hate to turn up to a blind date and be met with someone that was just not me. Do you know what I mean? Was it a guy that suggested him though? Yeah. Yeah. They don't. They don't. I think he just thought, oh, you like this, you like this, you like this physically. They've got that. Yeah. You asked for physical appearance. Yeah. He he decided to miss out his crappy personality. Yeah. Lovely guy. Fucking blah, though. Anyway, you're, uh, yeah. Blind date with somebody that I'm instantly not attracted to either as a person or physically and probably in a really loud sports bar where they are more interested in watching the game than talking to me and also anybody that wears chinos. So essentially, you do not want to go on a date with a frat bro from the 90s in a bar in New York. I take the New York bit, but yeah, the rest... <laughs> quite safe. I think you're quite safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything that has more TVs than art on the walls, that sounds... You wouldn't want to go on a date with a guy who suggested going to walkabout afterwards. Don't know what it is. Don't like it. Walkabout? Mm. Where's that? Oh, what? Walkabout. Okay, so you know the sports bars that you're talking about where it's just come and have a swim in some toxic masculinity and get a drink thrown over you, Yeah. right? Put that into, you know, Chaser's nightclub in the office. Yeah. Fuse the two of those, and I'm doing the David Brent fusing of the fingers as I say it. That's walkabout. So it's based on the idea that all Australians get the fuck on it all the time, right? So it's a very British idea of how Australians drink. You go in and it's all like, it's it's fucking awful. It was the kind of place where uh, you could have your picture taken and then put it on a key ring. Oh, fantastic. I think that sums it up pretty well. Yeah. So to a bar such as Walkabout, Mm-hmm. Someone I'd never met before who turns out to love wearing chinos 
and also someone who's shorter than me can't do it fair enough what about chinos in an ironic sense I like chinos Mm. I think I mean chinos that are any shade of white to beige and also including a reddish hue any of those and you probably come (gasps) from the background why do they always pair it with a pink shirt What's oh, this yeah. pink, pink what's shirt? The pink shirt no, thing? Socks. no socks. Oh my god, no socks and loafers. Mm. I don't want to see you. First, tie up brogues with no socks. Yes, yes, yes. Why, why, why are you selling the fact? Why are you advertising the fact that your fucking feet stink? Like, why <laughs> is that an alluring? Like, what, what is that? It would look better with socks on if you pulled them up. You know, like ironically, black brogues, pull your white socks up. That's a look. That's fine. I can take that. I tell you, the, the worst thing I ever saw was a guy wearing pop socks. Oh, so you yes. know the little I've the seen... little socks that you get, which are like the end of tights that you wear. That old grannies wear, or girls started wearing when the Amy Winehouse yeah. pumps came into yeah. fashion. He was wearing those, but you could see them with his footwear. The fuck footwear was he wearing? Ballet shoes. No, it was like um, flip flops, kind of like a a, a slider brogue hybrid. It was fucking grim. Mm. It was nauseating. What was going on <laughs> below his ankles was absolutely yeah. It was it was nauseating. I was sick on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, my worst date. That's your worst date. What's the worst date you've ever been on? Mm. There were fewer pairs of chinos involved. Um, mm. This is the question on this podcast I had to think very long and hard about because I've had a lot of horrible experiences, but I wouldn't call them dates. Um, (laughs) So, and then I also had to think about how sort of incriminating they made me sound. Um, So I'm going to just play. Yeah, but that's the great thing is you can just be like, I've learnt my lesson. Well, I have, but also I still did it so mm. um sophie killed uh, a man on a date guys killed a man he was blind and i didn't <laughs> give to the charity afterwards um probably it was a hinge date and all hinge dates are fucking horrendous never been on one. Oh, don't it's the like of, the amount of paperwork on hinge puts me yes. off Yes, but in fairness, you get a full case report. So you sat down with all their issues before the day. And you're like, right, well, I know where to start with this. Tell me about your father. Mm. Um, And his father had, in fact, died quite recently. And I attribute that to his shitty behaviour, but I'm making it Wait, you attribute his father's death to his shitty behaviour? I mean that the other way around. I don't think he killed his father because of his shitty behaviour. Right. Right. Because his father died. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. He was an asshole. Yeah. An asshole. Yeah. I understand that. That's, yeah, that's, I get, I get it. Yeah. Yes. Um, but also sort of aggressively lying about it. You know, like from the first date, from the first like moment, this guy was like, I hate drugs. I don't do them. Um, the junkie and, does protest too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was like an odd setup. Like, I'm a really normal person. Everything's fine in my life. And I'm totally over my father dying. Um, mm. He then proceeded to um, 
invite his random friend out. And I want to just preface this story. I'm doing a lot of <laughs> bloody prefaces, aren't I? Um, basically, I went through a stage of dating apps where I convinced myself that I could get on with anybody <laughs> if I could find like one link that we both had in common on a dating app. Yeah. Now, you know, like, oh, I'll probably have something to talk to a builder about because I've been in a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been that girl. I've been that girl. Yeah. 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 So he was like some sort of architect, something like that. Um, And I have enjoyed buildings at times. So I convinced myself sure. that this was going to be fine. Mm. Anyway, upon the date where he had profusely said from the beginning that he hated drugs... He then invited his other builder mate out. Are we talking builders or architects? Because I think there's going to be... He was technically a, uh, what's it called? Mechanical engineer? Uh, Yeah. Civil civil engineer. Civil engineer. So, bridges. So, neither. Yeah. Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. And from that point, sort of started to... He started to bully me in front of his friend. And it was just very weird. What? The guy you were on a date with? Yeah. Yeah. Like really take the piss out of me. And it was really weird. And the friend just kind of kept being quite, looking quite apologetic. Um, what, and at what, one what point. What kind of stuff was he saying? Just anything I'd say. He'd just be like, stupid. Like it was just really childish. Like imagine if you're in a group of three people and one person doesn't like you. It was just like that. It was really bizarre. Did he and just flip as well? Was it like when his friend Oh, yeah, just... yeah. It, utterly bizarre. And um, he got up to get a drink and I was like, to his friend, I just kind of said, you okay? And he's like, yeah, sorry. He's a bit of an asshole. Did you not know that? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Anyway, this guy came back and was like, oh, yeah, I've got some Coke. So who wants to do it? And I was like. After saying, I hate drugs, I hate drugs, what? I hate drugs. And I said, I'm going to go because I'm not really into that. Not my thing. Uh, and he was like, you're being pathetic. You <gasps> need to do this. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm going to go. Um, this is the point in which a normal person would have gone, I'll go home. But yeah, I, yeah. I was in a very fantastically self-abusive I will try stage. to fix you. Fuck, yeah. I, I should have gone home at that point and gone, that was an asshole. We've learned something there. Uh, delete. But instead, I went, this will make a lovely bit of writing in my script and decided to go upon this journey with them down Call Lane. I didn't take any of the coke because... I'm not that stupid, but um, I did get very, very, very drunk mm. and woke up yeah. the next day yeah. in a premiere in. <gasps> nothing. Oh. Now, I know that nothing happened because I wasn't that drunk, mm. but I woke up and turned over and it was just his friend. Mm. And I went, what the fuck? And he went, yeah, he went a while ago. He's an arsehole. Really, you should stay away from him. See you later. And I was like, yeah. Did you call him? Did you call him again and go on another date? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> We're very happy today. No. Um, <laughs> um, no. And I text this guy. I was like, you do realise that's probably the craziest thing anyone's ever done to me. Like, that is such terrible behaviour. Like, what Not great etiquette. Fuck? 
what yeah. the fuck? And he just went, yeah, I'm just going through some shit, so. so. Yeah, fuck. But you no know apology. what? Just... That's, I mean, yeah, that's a pretty bad date. That is made a, a cracking script, though, mate. Made a cracking script. Hey, this is the thing. When you create yeah, stuff, it's right. like, ah, got paid for that, didn't I? I learned yeah. a lesson and I've got some money out of it. The trauma isn't necessarily worth it, but. Yeah. I don't know if the check's big enough. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> but there was a time in my life where someone not fancying me and them having drugs and them having issues. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I would never have left. <laughs> like literally that would have been me sniffing Coke with him, following them from down call lane, just being like, oh, I'm in love with this person. How times change. All of my good date stories are from Tinder. All of my terrible ones are from Hinge. What's the best date that you've been on then? Best date I've been on? Well, I'm going to say that it was the date I went on with my current boyfriend. I am waiting for the day that I ask someone this question who's in a relationship and, and they, they say a say date. That. Yeah, I would fucking <laughs> love that. Uh, yeah. What's I, the date? We just went to a bar and it was very sunny and I was in a very good mood. Mm. And he was the right amount of sweet and nervous and honest. Interesting. It's just the right balance of all those things. And we just had a few drinks and I didn't feel the pressure to do anything else. And we both just went home and he instantly said, do you want to go on another date? It was none like there was no bullshit. Yeah, There's no, no like bullshit. let's try and get you back to mine. Let's get pissed. There was nothing like that. Although he does he does say now that he was very hungry and wished we'd had food <laughs> and just didn't want to say anything. So it was just very very hungry the whole time. Just yeah, that's uh, that's very very sweet. Would you say that's your ideal dating scenario as well? Just going for a bit of keeping it simple or yes, I respect with. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have, it's like so much respect for people that can go for a nice daytime coffee and mm. meet new people like that. And maybe I am someone who can do that now, but definitely a few years ago, I don't think I could have because mm. I think I always put myself in situations where I wanted to, I wanted myself to be strong enough to make the decision to leave if I'd had a few drinks because it was important to me that at some point I could make that distinction. Mm. And weirdly, I think putting myself, you know, with a coffee in front of someone, it's a lot easier just to go, okay, that was nice. I can't have any more coffee. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I don't know. I think I've got a very skewed idea of what a date should be probably. And it shouldn't just be having a drink with someone, should it? what what do you what do you mean by that what did you think that your perception of a date should have been um not going home with somebody on a first date Mm. um although I over the years got better at that Mm. um and not getting really drunk with somebody that you don't know because I don't think it helps you get to know them but I somehow convinced myself that it did yeah I feel that yeah mine mine the first date had to be kind of explosive 10 out of 10 in all regards like get on so so well uh really like get absolutely shit-faced not only spend the night together but then not be able to be apart for quite some time afterwards like that (laughs) was my thing and if anything came below that 
I thought it was boring or wasn't going to work. Or if someone tried to be more, basically if someone wasn't as in a fucked up a headspace as I was and tried to be more kind of, maybe tried to suggest something that wasn't that, like going for dinner or um, maybe me not going around to their house the first night, I'd get royally offended by that. And then I'd be like, well, yeah. fuck you. When actually it was just a sign of them being together. Sure. and yeah. yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. a few people who, who have a two drink rule on a date, which I obviously, being the way I am, could never do. No. <laughs> but for anyone that can do that, I think that's really cool because it's like, mm. um, like my sister's one of them and she... She just said, well, yeah, because like you can have, you know, a drink or two just to be sociable and maybe chills you out a little bit. But if you need any more than two, then it's probably not the person for you. And I think that's a really cool way to look at it. But then I think it is that thing of, you know, again, if people want to go home with people on the first date, that is so fine. But, you know, I I talk to friends of mine on either side and it gives a certain impression as much as people don't want to accept that mm-hmm. and as much as people want to be like oh you know go get it yeah that's absolutely fine but I do think generally speaking I don't know it's where you're at in your life isn't it it's what you're it's whatever you are comfortable with and I think you know if you have a problem with opening up too quickly and yeah. and romanticizing situations and having codependent tendencies then it's probs best not to shag them straight away yeah you know you know yeah definitely what would you say your best feature is Sophie uh physically or both baby both okay um can I say my figure that sounds a bit yeah you can say your figure yeah if you're a man man from the 1940s go for it yeah My physique. Oh, she's got a she's got a smoking figure on her there, yeah, that girl. I yeah. think yeah, my figure. Um That makes me happy that you said that as well. Yeah. I, I'm happy with it most days. That's nice. That's huge because I know that we've both struggled yeah. with our body confidence. So yeah. to hear you say that's really fucking ace. I like that a lot. Thank nice. you. Um the best features not physical. Love for the blind. Love for the blind. My work for the blind has been great. Uh, hey, your work for the blind has lasted over half your lifetime. How old was it true. when you signed that will? Twelve? Twelve. Yeah, yeah. I should probably change it. <laughs> I think you need to change your will. Yeah. Put that in the to-do list for 2021. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. I don't know. What do you think is my best feature? No, you go first. I just want a compliment. Um, (laughs) Oh, I will give you compliments, but I want you to do yourself first because otherwise you'll just nick mine and go, yeah, that. I think I'm really good at organising other people's shit. Mm. Uh, Quite serving as a person. And it can be a bad thing, but it can also be a really good thing because... It's how I show people I care about them and can actually be quite a useful thing because it's not detrimental to me to help others, but I think I can be good at helping others. So, you know, when you said I'm really good at organising people's shit, 
I just had this really strong visual of you like in the back of this like warehouse with Tupperware boxes of people's poo and just organizing <laughs> it into different <laughs> so my mind did job cat so uh, that, my not... mind did wonder like that job <laughs> yeah that's where my mind went so when you say organizing shit so it sounds like you used to want to organize people's emotional shit yeah and now I just want to you know make sure someone's film gets made that's nice that's good that's a good way to direct that energy yeah. into a positive yeah. positive way but yeah your your work is a lot of organization isn't it yeah making sure that other people can do the their job to the best ability they can yeah. by not having to focus on the other things yeah I am good at like the organization and yeah general production yeah. you're very good at that Thank you. As a person, what do you? Because that's you've just, basically you've just described a job there, Sophie. Mm, so what? I am my. Job. I'm not. I, I you <laughs> were someone that I was like. I am not letting her wriggle out of this one. Uh, my best attribute as a person. Yes, Sophie. Uh, I think I'm, I think genuinely like pained. pained. Yeah, you do. I'm quite empathetic. Empathetic. Sophie's got her fingers in her <laughs> eyes. She's looking down at the floor. I'm just making up words now. Um, Sophie, what do you think's a nice? What do you think's good about you? What do you think's a nice thing about you? I'm caring. You are. I'm. <sighs> Sophie is caring. She's stylish. <laughs> she has got exceptional taste. She is very committed. She's very loyal. She is extremely creative. Mm. Yeah, I don't... It's a really... I'm trying a thing where I don't think about all the bad things I used to do emotionally to myself in a way I used to tell myself I wasn't a very nice person. Mm. Um, So I'm... It's I'm well, that's fine. I'm quite good at that now. I don't say those nasty things to myself, but you've saying hit, nice things. Hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've hit neutral, and you need to learn yeah. to do the the bit beyond that. Yes, I think I have a lot of empathy for others. That is, yeah, probably my best feature. And you're also, with that, very interested in people, I think. Like yes. the stories, and that's why you want to make films. And just generally, I think conversationally, you will ask the next question. You know, you, mm. you genuinely want to know people's stories. And the messages that you do in your work are for a larger conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just making films because they look pretty. It's Yeah. Yeah. It's talk about so yeah, I hope I don't think you would have taken in anything I said, but you can listen back to this and oh, remember it. There you go. <laughs> Immortalized forever. I appreciate it. I do I do hear you. I believe that that is how you see me. Oh my god. Oh that's my like god. that's the equivalent of going. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're upset by this. <laughs> I'm sorry that you felt upset right we'll, we'll work on that Sophie okay. needs to work on taking compliments hey so do I okay I'm right there with you um what is your biggest turn off in a potential mate mm. um anger yeah 
<laughs> people, I mean, I have a temper on me, mm-hmm. but I tend to take it towards moodiness. Yeah. More than my tendency to get angry, although I think it's just underlying angriness. Um, but people who have explosive anger, if you see that early on, I'm out of there. That's a no. Yeah. Uh, so you just like that real healthy resentment building up, stroppy, don't say how we feel stuff, um, but yeah. punching the walls, not so much for you. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I think definitely if you see someone who's being quite physically um, aggressive, it's leave now. In the in the immortal words of Jojo, leave, get out right now. What song is that? It's the end of you and me. It's too late. Can't wait for you to <gasps> yeah. be gone. God, I thought we had another walkabout situation then. I thought we didn't know which song was Sorry. on that. That is a song I'm they just... would definitely play in walkabout. I've been sitting in the indie edges of society clearly oh, for too long well i can tell by the people that you fancy yes okay. we we know we know <laughs> um what red flag should i look out for with you these days a sophie stroppiness yes stroppiness. <laughs> just my one massive fucking floor really yeah full stroppiness uh in my school report as a child my teacher wrote <laughs> when sophie is in a bad mood the whole class is in a bad mood. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get stuck, like mm. just fully fucking stuck in moods, and I can't really shake it because if I'm mm. feeling a certain way, I'm incapable of not expressing that. So I'm getting better at going. Here's a coping strategy to get out of the mood, which is completely nothing to do with what's actually happening in front of you right now mm. uh, and you're ruining everybody's day <laughs> um, I'm like that though I'm like a fucking energy vampire like if I'm in a certain if I feel a certain way everyone feels it the room darkens the room I've, yeah darkens. I've only experienced that with you once I think mm. and I don't think you were I mean you were in a Ooh, when was bad that? mood we were in uh we were watching your cousin perform well I didn't watch her Oh, when my PMDD was playing. Yeah, up. yeah. So I, you didn't feel well, so I wasn't entirely sure if it was just that, but you weren't in a great mood. Oh yeah, I wanted to kill myself. Yes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to throw a suicide. <laughs> I wanted to throw a suicide. <laughs> yeah, I felt awful. Yeah, I was really not in a good place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then on the flip of that. I think people who have that energy can, on the, on the other end of that, you can light up a room, you know, if you have that ability. Yes. But I wonder with the kind of the quote unquote strop, as mm. we're calling it, do you find that you, is there like a frustration to it? Like you feel like you can't say what's actually going on and that keeps you in it rather than no. stating this is how I feel. No, I, I think I'm horrendously eloquent at stating how I'm feeling. Mm. Uh, it just doesn't change how I feel. Got you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, I'm. I think I, I expect other people to ask me how I am when I strop. I don't. If what you're saying is, do I instantly go? 
hello, you've hurt my feelings or this is the problem. No, I stop for a full hour and then go, this is what's happened. But I do know what's wrong. But I think it's t- it's just it's taking time out to process it, isn't it? Because yeah. I think otherwise you can be one of those people that is the thing that you look out for, which is very reactive mm. and quite yeah explosive, and mm. be that physically or being loud or saying things that you mm. don't mean. And I think that you being in a strop is you saying, "I just needed to take a bit of time out and just feel a certain way about this," and then. I'll come back to it in a minute. So, you know, yeah. But I think it's all about when you're someone like that, it's just communicating the first bit as, as well as you can in that moment and just being like, I'm I'm coming back in an hour or just give me a sec, you know, because otherwise then you get people going, are you all right? Are you all right? Are you all right? And then you do punch them. Yes. <laughs> or at least want to. Throw things. Mm. Not a suicide, not throwing that, but. Ooh, just a wobbly, just a wobbly. Just a wobbly. Yeah, m- I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mum used to call me Madam Mim when I was little. And it used to terrify me because I found Madam Mim from The Sword and the Stone terrifying. So she'd call me Madam Mim and she didn't realise that what she was doing was uh, just making me really scared. <laughs> so that's why I shut the <laughs> fuck up and stopped having a strop. It worked and yeah. then she did realise. <laughs> what, uh, what are the red flags should I look out for with you? Um, I will feed you a lot of food to try and show you that I care about you and that's the Jew in you and that's the Jew in me and also uh look out for my procrastination skills that mean I do everything for you to try and put off doing my own work yeah so you've suddenly had your socks ironed so you've got an essay (laughs) you know um, just maybe push me away from doing all the washing up every Mm. night because Mm. it's not out of love it's out of procrastination are you also i'm gonna fix you rather than fix myself that's a very common one not anymore proud to say nice nice just the socks just the socks yeah I no I really has only been the last sort of year and a bit but not not doing that anymore yeah we fix yourself we're there for each other don't fixing your socks not fixing your your... head box (laughs) very nice very nice (laughs) so you're on death row yeah who have you killed and then what are you gobbling up after you've uh, um, killed them? There's a man who has a Instagram account where he basically just shows his followers all these tropical animals he keeps in really small cages. What? And he thinks it's really funny. I can't remember his David name. David Attenborough. Not David fucking Attenborough. <laughs> He's basically, oh, no, I know who I'd kill. Bear Grylls. Interesting. Fucking arsehole. Why? Because he just kills animals for no reason. Oh, it was threatening me. No, it wasn't. You trekked into the jungle for days to find it, and then you stabbed it in the back of the head. Mm. Never seen him do that. 
I have with a snake. He was like, oh, it was threatening. It oh my God, a them. snake, Sophie. For fuck's sake. I thought you meant like an endangered mammal that was, was in the doing? jungle. He wasn't doing anything. It, anyway, I hate him. He's a okay. little... Yeah. Stop trying to make your life more exciting. Buy a fast car or something. Also, he will just poo in something and then cuddle it for a while. <laughs> yeah, like, but I, I want him to be killed by lots of snakes. So you want to set the snakes on him? Yes. Yeah. I want to say... Like a proper Cleopatra. You've movie. killed so many people. Well, yeah, animals are people. Uh, they have the right to not be killed okay as people do um okay and i want him to be killed by all the animals that he is randomly killed for oh no i like that as a death yeah so yeah. every animal that you've ever killed yeah so i've killed him by proxy but not physically with my own hands yeah no you have you set them all on yeah. him I, I would say you set up the cage and put the animals yeah. in there and then i've you... tied his hands to his side you know yeah yeah so you've killed bear grills Yes. Oh my God, I would honestly give anything for you to say that you're about to eat a steak for your dinner now. No, I'm Fuck, sorry. That would have been brilliant. And some foie gras to start. <laughs> <laughs> a full grill, please. No, uh, what a would I have? A full bear grill. I'd have, uh, well, you know, I'm cripplingly allergic to gluten and dairy. Sure do. So what is the reason I'm friends a with you? A <laughs> whole French patisserie I would eat. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, please. Every last thing. All the sugar, all the gluten, all the dairy. I want to die in crippling agony. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Farting my way out to the very last Royally. Love that. Love that. Because of the autoimmune side of the allergy... I might actually explode because of all the extra gas being produced in me. So think how cool that would be. That would be super cool. Yeah. You That's know, they've very rolled off. Yeah. Your intestines just love that. Love that. Like the Monty Python sketch. A wafer. Yes. Yeah, wafer thin. Yeah. Yes. What would you have a wafer thin mint then for your pudding? Well, what would you have for your pudding? For the pudding, I want the French patisserie. For my starter, I'm gonna have a pizza. Yeah. For my main. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Not so fast there, cowgirl. What are you having on your toppings? I don't want to say. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> Snake. Is it pineapple? Um, Ham and pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Okay. I won't give anyone your address. It's fine. <laughs> Ham and pineapple. Hey, gal, if you're on death row, you're allowed the meal of a serial killer. For yeah. your final. It's, it's only fine. because... They don't. They just don't do it for the gluten and dairy-free ones. And just, and you like the they taste assume, of it. Yes, and, and they like the taste of it. I fucking love the taste of it, and they don't do it anymore. And I haven't had the heart to procure my own pineapple and ham and make my own mm. because I don't want it that much. But if I'm going to die, I want ham and pineapple. Go out, people hating me. Go out Even with a literal bang. Yeah. Yes. What's your main? Uh, Excellent question. My main would be truffle mac and cheese. Nice. On a lasagna. Yes. With a baked brie and mm. proper French bread. 
I fucking love this because I hate it when people talk about on their last meals like, oh, well, this is, I need this to be quite light because then I'm having this. Come You're going to fucking die. <laughs> eat it all. My God, eat it all. What is your funeral song? <gasps> Restacks. Oh, that is beautiful. It's about and, dying. Yeah, and it and it ties into who you fancy from yes. the beginning of and the ideally, episode. Ideally, he would perform it live at my funeral. But yeah, but then you fucked it. If you've if you've exploded, I'm he's dead. Not... <laughs> You're not yeah, no, 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 because it, you you you'd want to appear ethereal and beautiful. Uh, for him to see so that even at the last he'd go she's fit and then you'd know that your celebrity crush fancied you but if you've exploded on ham and pineapple pizza then i mean katrina with the greatest respect to that sentiment they can just put whatever they want under that dress give me a tiny little waist oh right okay so that's not the way that i imagine it i imagine it it's just my lower half that's gone bang Okay, sure. Yeah. So not the whole of me. Okay, so I'll dr- I'll basically make you into a, a guy forks. Yeah. Final... Pop a bit of hay, wool, whatever you pop in there. But give okay, it to me okay. in death. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Um okay, cool. Amazing. So, Sophie, after our date do you think our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one night stand? Or are you simply going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like a one night stand, but then we'll be friends afterwards. Interesting, because I was assumed that a one night stand would just be we don't talk anymore. But, uh, but no, it, yeah, because I always just thought we'd never speak again. But actually, I think we would. No, I think we would. Yeah, but and what we'd... we'd do is make a bloody piece of art about it. We'd go into <laughs> it. We'd go into it knowing that what we were doing was like an exploration of our inner selves, and then we'd document it and try and sell it to try and have it on a can. Is there an option for porno? We'd make a porno and then yeah, be friends. Yeah, because I just then I don't have to watch it afterwards. I'll just be in the Oh moment. no, I don't want to watch it. No. <laughs> no, like no. the episode of Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Try and make some money off it. Although I don't think you really make money off porn these days, do you? Oh, I think you do if you uh, ask for requests. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the future of porn. Just it's just request porn. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So you and I are basically going to become cam girls off the back of this. Sick. Have you had a nice time, Sophie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've had a lovely time. Been Good. Great. I'm very glad. I'm very glad. Uh thank you everyone for listening. And thanks so much, as always, to the guys at Digit Music. Go and check out their amazing work. I'll pop a lovely little picture of Sophie on the Date My Mates Instagram and you can go and look at her making films and being a model and just kicking ass in all walks of life. Um, And if you listen to us on Spotify, please download to listen to the episode, give us a follow. And if you listen on Apple, please rate, subscribe and review. Thanks so much again, Sophie. And I'll I'll see you you all 
note, you'll hear from me in a week's time. Woo!